today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to uh, get into uh, this uh, terrible, tragic situation that occurred yesterday in the east end of the city at Sir Winston Churchill High School in the east end. Uh, a 14-year-old is dead after a stabbing around Saint, uh, Sir Winston Churchill Secondary School. Uh, there have been arrests made. There's an ongoing investigation into this right now, and uh, uh, police have made some public statements on this, but uh, clearly there's a, a lot of work yet to be done. But uh, the more immediate concern, I suppose, is the impact this is having on the community and certainly within that school community as well. Uh, I don't know that you can ever foresee something like this happening, but uh, do you put a plan in place? Is there a strategy that has to be followed here for, for people to deal with this and to come to grips with what they saw in some cases? Uh, Manny Figueroa is the Director of Education of the Hamilton uh, Wentworth District School Board, uh, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to address some of those issues. Manny, thank you for the time on, a, I know, a very troubling and a very busy day for you and, and your boards. Uh, Bill, thank you for having me. I wish I was on, uh, on your program for a different reason. Uh, as I say, I don't want to go too deeply into the investigative part of this, because that's not really the, what, what you guys are all about. That's for Hamilton Police Services to handle. But let's let's talk about a couple of different things here that have come to mind. And, and when I mentioned that you're going to be on the program today, I started to get a number of tweets. People say, well, what about this? What about this? Uh, first and foremost, obviously, let's talk about the here and now uh, and how you handle the, the, the students, the teachers, the families that are involved in this. Uh, it's certainly not business as usual today. We know the school is open, of course, but uh, many people that are there are they're there with heavy hearts and an awful lot on their minds. How do you how do you handle that? How do you try to reach out to them? Well, uh, Bill, thank you for acknowledging that our school is open. I think that's the first uh, step in the plan is to ensure that our school is open and that um, students and staff have a place to come. And and today we I, I'm calling you actually from the school. I've been here since this morning, and so has a, a large uh, number of, of my team. But right now we have a crisis response intervention team here, social workers, uh, guidance counselors. We also have um, supports for our staff from our human resource t- uh, division to provide wellness counseling. So it, it's all hands on deck right now. Or, or, and some parents have made the choice, I, uh, and we respect that if some of them have kept their uh, students and children at home, but a large number of our students are, are present here today. Talk to us about the strategy that's employed. Obviously, you're doing this with the school administration. Uh, is, there, is there a template, Manny, that you simply fit in and say, okay, here's what we're going to do, here's who we're going to bring? Well, we do have a, a template we use, but every situation is, is unique. Anytime we have uh, we experience any kind of loss, we do have a crisis response intervention team. They, uh, they were out here yesterday led by our, our social work. We also know our administration is also dealing with their own emotions and staff, so we brought in some extra staff here today, uh, occasional teachers. We have some retired experienced administrators who are here as well to provide support because the support comes in a a variety of ways. We have people who want to speak one-to-one individually. We have people who want to speak in groups to to speak about, uh, you know, how they're feeling and trying to make sense of of this act of violence. And... um, then there are situations where whole class discussions might emerge where a teacher feels that it's important that a lot of students have questions and then someone is available as well. Is it difficult, and sadly we've had other situations, as you say, everyone is different, Manny, uh, but is it difficult to get people to open up? I mean, an awful lot of the time, especially when it comes to some of the students, and I would think even some of the adults that were involved in this, uh, and, and to, to actually, they don't know what to say or to whom, uh, and, and it's, it's still there. It's still eating away at them, but, but they're, they're looking for help but maybe don't know how to reach out. 
Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's important. I, I, I've been at the school walking around speaking to some students, and I spoke to a group of parents at the back of the school. And, I mean, the common theme I, I, I've been messaging is that we need to talk. And I know there's a range of feelings on social media from, you know, could the school have done something more to, you know, we love our school, we can't believe this this happened. And what I continue to say to people is the school doesn't live in isolation of the community. Um, and we're, we're a part of the community, and what, how we respond once we learn more in terms of specifically what happened here, I hate to speculate, um, there's a lot of speculation happening, but what can we learn from this? And what will be important is that we need to continue to, to listen to our students um, and the range of emotions they're experiencing and how we respond. And we need to engage our parents too because our parents and our students are, live in the community outside of the school hours. So um, we, we see uh, this as an opportunity, but right now we have to be so sensitive of, of what this family, uh, this mother is going through, uh, absolute nightmare, and, and uh, we need to be there to, to support and honor her wishes as we go through this journey. This was a student from the school, was it not? Yeah, it was a 14-year-old well, uh, male uh, from Sir Winston Churchill School. I've seen some of the comments on social media, and I'm sure you have over the last uh, 24 hours or so, uh, Manny. Uh, and the the insinuation from an awful lot of the people that have posted right now is that there was some uh, bullying was a factor in this. Uh, do you have any evidence to substantiate that? Yeah, I, so I hate to, again, speculate. The student's been here five to six, to six weeks. But what I have been saying, uh, Bill, about uh, bullying, whether it was a case, uh, whether bullying was part of this incident or not, um, the question asked to me of other media today is, you know, does bullying exist in, in, in this school? I know the administration here works tirelessly to build a positive culture and create a positive image for the school. However, uh, bullying happens in our bullying does happen in our society, and our schools are a reflection of our society. Um, the, we know what the research says that, that the most important strategy, the most effective strategy, is how do we help bystanders intervene? Because most acts of bullying occur, whether it's in the physical world or, I say, in the digital world, is where there's less adult supervision. So we are always struggling, and from a parent perspective, I'll speak as a parent when I say to my children, you need to step in and not allow someone to be bullied. But again, I also want you to be safe. Don't don't get involved if if, if you're going to be in jeopardy. So we have to continue to work with our students around um, positive and safe ways for bystanders to intervene earlier, and that's where we encourage our students. I know it's difficult to reach out to adults earlier um, so we can provide support. Manny, I think there's a very cogent point here that you just touched on, and I'd like you to expand on that if you could. As you mentioned, we are only a couple of weeks into the new school year here. Uh, No matter what grade this was or or for the students of the school, there are going to be new students. People come and go depending on where they move and things of this nature. What's the, what's the policy, whether it's a school policy or, or a board-wide policy, about uh, about having getting that word out there and and, and some sort of orientation uh, that I would think that you know bullying, anti-bullying tactics and, and anti-bullying strategies have to be part of that uh, as as the students are getting used to the, a new environment and maybe new classmates and things of this nature. How how do you reach out to them? Is it done through assemblies? Is it done through seminar workshops? I mean, is or is just a, a something that's handed out and here read this and 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 if you have any questions, call it. What how how do you approach something like that? Yeah, we do it in a variety of ways. Um, 
one way we do it is, and this school's been working really hard, especially around grade nine orientation, when new students are coming in in a collective mass, remember they're coming from a variety of elementary schools. Um, so we do a lot of, of uh, orientation uh, in the spring, grade nine welcome days, and, and we really try to help students build positive uh, relationships. One of the board-wide strategies uh, under our safe schools is to really look at uh, what we call sort of um, the caring adult. Every student needs to have someone they can connect to and trust. And because when students feel they have someone they can turn to, um, uh, that they can trust, they're likely going to do that earlier than later. And, and we talk about um, that as, as a strategy. And when we do have incidents where there is um, a Boeing, or there's been some kind of a breakdown relationship. We talk about those restorative justice practices, but to do that, you need two willing parties because when relationships are fractured, how do you build them and uh, and have people feel safe again? One of the ways is to sort of restore that uh, that justice. Uh, and again, I, I don't want to go too deeply into the police investigation. We'll obviously hear from them uh, in the passage of time as they continue their investigation. We know there have been some arrests made. Uh, we were also told that there is video evidence, uh, perhaps even video evidence of the incident itself. Uh, talk to us about the security systems that are in place in and around the school there. So uh, we've been cooperating with the police, and we do have video surveillance cameras. Uh, that can confirm that the, the video that the police have obtained have not been from the school because of where the incident occurred was sort of adjacent sort of um to the to the school property on the sidewalks so or our videos don't didn't capture that uh, that far um but um so we do have them in in our high schools and um so that's you know that's one key strategy but i think the most important strategy no matter how many videos or cameras you have in in school the relationship piece with the adults is is the number one way to have people feel safe so there, there are systems in place there, uh, and, and as you mentioned, the video aspect of this uh, is is one element of that. Uh, the other element, of course, that I know some people have raised some concerns about again, Manny, and maybe get to get your comment on this is 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 the physical elements of of, of safety and and uh, you know monitoring and things of this nature. Like you say, this happened technically, I guess, off the school property, but within sight of the school, etc. And I, we don't even know yet whether or not it started on the school property or not. That's uh, yet to be determined, and we'll get that information. But but what systems do you have in place to to monitor what's going on on the school property besides the video element? Yeah, so we you know so in the school property we do have of course during nutrition breaks we have sort of we have our educators doing supervision in hallways in the cafeterias and you know the larger the school properties and secondary um, you know students have lunch breaks at different times they have spares which they do venture off school property to go out for lunch and whatnot and you know we don't have adults across the entire school property you know supervising the yard like we would see in elementary school because the the, the day is structured differently so you know that's where we always say that um, we don't live in isolation in the community, so, that, you know, um, we need to find solutions with the community because uh, we would never have enough people to say we w- we could supervise the yards in our secondary schools. Manny, have you had problems at the school before? Oh, I mean, to this to this nature, uh, no, uh, we, we haven't. I know um, in the past, and I can't recall before I was director, uh, you know, we uh, we did have a tragic loss of a student, um, 
um, death by suicide that uh, the community is aware of. That was, I, I hate to be misquoted, that was probably about seven or eight, eight years ago. And uh, we've responded to that. But we've come, you know, the Quebec Society and, and the board and society have come a long way in terms of mental health strategies and having people open up around mental health issues and, and st- stigma and death by suicide. I guess maybe a question that, uh, that I'm sure you've had discussions with about the school administration at Churchill right now. Uh, was there a bullying? Is there a bullying problem there that uh, that administrators were aware of and and, and trying to deal with? Or, and and I, I, I your point's well taken from earlier in our conversation. It exists in the outside community. It exists sometimes, uh, sadly, in the school community as well. Uh, but some places are better or worse than than others. How, how would you rate Churchill? The school administration here has done an outstanding job. As you know, the the board has also invested resources in this in the school to to build pride and one of the ways you build pride in the school is you 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 invest in the facility you can say that we've invested in this this facility at artificial field so kids feeling value that we, we you know uh, we're going to invest in your school because we, we believe in you and you deserve a great learning environment our administration team has done a great job in terms of specifics around this student incident i don't have enough knowledge of that all i know is that we're cooperating with the police because that's part of their investigation at this time but i know uh, this school has done a great job in what they call building uh, the their mission is around building a strong bulldog family and they they Believe any, they believe that each student is part of, of the Sermons and Churchill Bulldog family, and that's the culture they're trying to build here. When we talk about anti-bullying strategies, Manny, and you've talked about this numerous times on the show over the years, uh, we, we know that there are some things that have been put in place, uh, safe rooms, etc., within the school, uh, strategies about this sort of thing, awareness, which is a key element to this whole thing. But is there a crisis point, a crisis uh, strategy, that if somebody feels as if they're being threatened, uh, that there's a, somebody they can go to immediately to try to, to find some, some safe harbor? Yeah, we, yes. And, and you know, we, so we work very closely with our, our, our police um, uh, liaison officer that's connected to all our high schools. So we have our student success teachers, our guidance counselors there. And all educators, though, you know, have a duty to uh, respond when a child reports that, that they're feeling unsafe for whatever, for whatever reason and, and to, to put a plan in place. So there are key staff in our secondary schools, in our guidance departments, that, you know, that's what they're here for. And, and the students are aware of that, that this is the person, that's the go-to person right there. Yeah, and so it's more than one person because uh, depending sure. on the size of the high school, they know that who they're assigned to in terms of their guidance counselor. But I have to also say our principals and vice principals make themselves very accessible because sometimes our kids will open up uh, to the guidance counselor. Sometimes they'll open up to administration. Sometimes they'll open up to the one teacher or their coach that they feel very, very close about. But we also have what we call uh, uh, leads in every school around supporting students with, with mental health as part of our, our mental health strategy, because depending on what issue services, and then we have supports from our board office who, who will be deployed here um, through our social work department, depending on, on the need and if there's any kind of clinical support required. Well, it's an understatement to suggest that the community, not just the school community, but I think the greater Hamilton community was shocked by the news yesterday. Uh, you're still on site, of course, and the police are continuing their investigation, so there's much more to be learned from this in the days ahead. But uh, for anybody who has any concerns about this, uh, obviously just to get in touch with a guidance counselor or somebody within the school to, and reach out to them, and, and obviously that's when your process can be put in place. You know, that, that's correct, Bill. And uh, right now we're going day by day, and, uh, you know, again, we're shocked and we're um, 
could only imagine what the, the family, the immediate family of the victim and the mother is dealing at this point in time. Exactly. Uh, Manny, thanks as always for this. We'll stay in touch as this uh, unfurls over the next couple of days. Okay, thank you, Bill. Manny Figuardo, of course, who is the Director of Education over the Hamilton Board of Education. He is on site at uh, Winston Churchill today where that terrible tragedy occurred yesterday. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.